I'm going to try and get this podcast in before my dog starts barking again. It's a race against time. You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, dog lovers and baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all the Major League Baseball. I am yours, Paul Francis Sullivan. If you don't believe me, I have a lower third where I call myself Sully. I've been a podcaster for a lot of years. I've done a lot of different things, including been a television producer, a filmmaker, I've been on HBO Sports, and all these other things. But most importantly, I am about to start the sixth season here at the Lockdown Podcast Network with pitchers and catchers reporting in just a few days. Follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter and or whatever it's called now. And on Instagram, I'm your pal Sully with Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. And please, please be sure to follow us on YouTube, subscribe. And some of you are watching the live feed. I've been doing a lot of these more of as, as a live feed uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, I get interaction for some of you who are watching you send comments out there and also yeah it's just faster for me just put the live feed up there you enjoy it we go on with our lives less editing a little more spontaneous it's a little sometimes a little rough around the edges kind of like a homemade cookie but i will tell you this homemade cookie is sponsored by FanDuel. make every moment more new customers join today and you'll get 200 dollars in bonus bets if the first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. You may see my eyes darting around a little bit. Um, my dog's been barking. My dear Eleanor has been barking a lot. I'm trying to make sure she doesn't wake up the whole dang neighborhood. Come on, girl. Over here. Hey, uh, before we get into uh, the crux of today, we'll talk a little bit about the trivia question and... The question that I had was, because we talked a little bit about Clayton Kershaw yesterday, I said, what player was the first player that Clayton Kershaw ever faced as a pitcher, and he struck him out, and that player is now a major league manager. Now, I got a couple of you uh, were gave me some pretty good guesses uh, that were, you know, that were dead wrong. Um, one of my recent everyday sullies, kind of a, one, a new one, uh, down with the war, Joel Washington 384 says, uh, Sully, I'm kicking myself because I got yesterday's trivia question right and forgot to post it. Ha! As for today's trivia question, I'm going with Craig Council. That is a phenomenal guess. Absolutely phenomenal guess. He is indeed a manager, was playing then. That's the incorrect answer. I got a couple of Dave Roberts, but some of you, including Cameron Coy, whose name I don't remember ever saying got it, got the answer correct. It was Skip Schumacher. Skip Schumacher, who last year managed the Marlins into the postseason. And he was the first person that Clayton Kershaw ever faced and the first person he ever struck out. We got a couple of people already in here watching uh, the the show. Uh, and by the way... Um, uh, Justin Lamas, who's a, a listener here, um, wrote, 
wrote this, and he's going he's going right into today's show. Evening, Sully Chapman probably goes to San Francisco. They need a third baseman. All right, well, Justin, it's funny you mention that because I am going to talk a lot about that. The fact that some of the top free agents are still out there and available. Um, obviously, the big free agent signings, Otani and Yamamoto, um, uh, Nola resigning with the uh, with the uh, uh, Philadelphia Phillies, um, you know, some Eduardo Rodriguez signing with the Diamondbacks, Stroman, uh, Stroman, Giolito. There's some, you know, some of the big ones have already signed, but of the top ten free agents as listed by CBS Sports in their in their uh, free agent tracker that they've had. The number three free agent was Cody Bellinger. He's unsigned. The number four free agent is Matt Chapman. He's unsigned. The number six free agent is Blake Snell, the defending National League Cy Young Award winner. He's unsigned. The And the number 10, Jordan Montgomery, who helped. It was a critical part in the Rangers winning the World Series last year. He's unsigned. And pitchers are, catches are reporting in just a couple of days. Now, I know Blake Snell just won his second Cy Young Award, and he's expecting his ship to come in. Uh, and, and frankly, he is going to make enough money for his great-grandchildren to go to law school uh, on his dime. But he wants to get one of the big, huge, honking nine years, all the money in the world. He's probably not going to get that. He is a two-time Cy Young Award winner. So is Brett Saberhagen. He's a pitcher who has had really high highs. He's had some okay lows. And, I, I mean, I don't look at him as a pitcher who is going to be a dominant pitcher for many years to come, but I do think he's going to be a solid pitcher for many years to come. Same thing with Jordan Montgomery. I think whoever signs him are probably going to be a good pitcher. I just don't think they're going to be getting the massive superstar. Most of the Jorge Soler is also out there. Remember, Soler was a really good power hitter last year for Miami, and he's a World Series MVP with a World Series pedigree for both Chicago and for Atlanta. Um, J.D. Martinez is kicking around out there as is Tim Anderson, who had a horrible year last year for the Chicago White Sox. But frankly, he could probably help a team. But I'm going to go into something for a second. What are the teams that have been wanting, dying, drooling to make a splash over the last few years have been the San Francisco Giants? And the Giants have been linked to names. In fact, they, they were on the verge of doing a press conference last year for uh, 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 Carlos Correa when he was a free agent. But that didn't turn out. That didn't work out in the end. And they were dying, drooling, foaming at the mouth to sign uh, the uh, to sign Aaron Judge last year. And that didn't work out so well. And this offseason, they've not had the big, huge splash that everyone – thought they were going to have. Now, their biggest splash they've made is the signing of uh, is the signing of Bob Melvin. And I think Bob Melvin's uh, the acquisition of Bob Melvin as the new manager of the San Francisco Giants is is fantastic. I think Melvin is one of the few difference making managers. We've seen him do tremendous work with leading a you know the Arizona Diamondbacks when he was the manager there, got them to the league championship series. Um, he got several A's teams that were incredibly underfunded 
into the postseason. And we also saw, um, you know, we, we also saw that they uh, got the um, uh, the San Diego Padres all the way to the League Championship Series just a few years ago. And that's a fantastic, fantastic signing for the San Francisco Giants, a, a native of Palo Alto and someone who has Giants pedigree was part of the, the uh, playoff team of 1997. And uh, he he's going to be, I think, an absolutely perfect, perfect move for the Giants. But they've not made the gigantic splash that they've wanted to make. Um, you know, they, they signed, you know, they, they acquired Robbie Ray in the trade that sent Mitch Haniger and Anthony Disclafani to the Seattle Mariners. Now, Ray was injured for um, most of the year last year, but, uh, you know, he was a former Cy Young Award winner. So, you know, maybe he's going to make a big difference. And their big acquisition was uh, uh, signing um, outfielder uh, Yoshitomo Sutong. Susugo, I'm sorry. I'm gonna say I and I and I I always feel terrible when I mispronounce names like that. Fact of the matter is, I'm we're all gonna learn how to say his name. If we were able to pronounce Minkiewicz and Yastrzemski, we'll be able to say his name. I haven't said his name out loud that much, and he should be a good fit for the Giants. But that's not the big splash that they need. And I can't help but think that with the uh, pitchers and catchers reporting soon. The Giants should essentially be like the TV show Supermarket Sweep. Are they going to make the one big splash? No. But they can make a bunch of little splashes, and I think they should. I also think there's a couple other teams that should take advantage of this, uh, well, I don't want to say bargain basement, but a sense of urgency for some of these players who could be big impact players to sign, but the Giants should be front and center, and I'll tell you exactly how when we come back. As I mentioned before, it's a fan duel day, and happy Super Bowl weekend for all of those who participate. This is going to be a big, we mentioned the San Francisco Giants in this one. Well, guess what? It's a big weekend for those of you who are San Francisco fans and love your 49ers. They're going to be playing the Taylor Swifts of Kansas City. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is just a fun day. It's a fun day about sitting on the couch, hanging out with friends, eating eating good food, and making some super bets. FanDuel's has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who is going to win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more win. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get signed up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, which is the official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. Hey, a uh, quick reminder that Locked On has begun. 
the first ever national sports 24 streaming channel on YouTube that you can also now find on Amazon Fire TV. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Lockdown Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. Now, as our good friend uh, watching us right now has uh, has pointed out, our good friend Justin Lamas has pointed out, um, oh, I was looking for uh, uh, Jung, Hong, Jung Hu Lee as well. I'm sorry, I've been... Uh, Sorry, I, I have about a 50,000 notes up in front of me, and I'm sure someone is going to uh, throw tomatoes at me. Chapman, third baseman, outstanding defensive player. Giants need a third baseman, and they need to have some solid, they need to solidify their infield. He's available. He's a tremendous defensive player, has some pop. Boom. Solaire is available. They've been talking with him, kicking the, the tires on him. Why not also sign Snell? Now, look at the Giants play in a pitcher's ballpark. Snell had one of the best years of his career under Bob Melvin. Melvin is now the manager of the Giants. You put Snell and Ray and the rest of this rotation together. This is a team that just finished a little bit under 500, but contended for a giant chunk of 2023. To go into 2024, they should just say, hey, we didn't get you one big free agent, but we signed four or five pretty good ones on a team that already has a little bit of talent. That's what we need to do with this team. We, I'm sorry, I'm not a member of the Giants here, but that's what they should do in order to put the product on the field. Are they going to catch the Dodgers? No, but I've said this over and over again. They don't have to. The Dodgers, doesn't matter if they win 95, 105, 115, or all 162 games. It doesn't matter. All that matters is get into the postseason. And the Giants have won in the past with quality pitching, and now they got themselves a terrific manager at the helm. No offense to Gabe Kapler. He did a pretty good job in you know some of those years. In other years, he was just banging your head against the wall. He had that fabulous season in 2021 that I think was a bit of a fluke. But hey, he, he got them. They won the division in 2021. They didn't get past the Dodgers, but still, they did win the division that year, and now they need to get back in. They need to get back in because that, that season in 2021 remains their only trip to the postseason since the 2016 year where they went to the, uh, they went to the division series against Chicago. And Giant fans are getting a little bit like, hey, come on, let's get this going here. We've seen teams flip it around fast, and they also see that it only takes 84, 85 wins to punch your ticket and take a shot. They want to play like the Diamondbacks and the Phillies and have take their shot into the World Series. And speaking of them, both the Diamondbacks and Phillies should be taking some serious looks at some of the players who are available right now. I think Jordan Montgomery is a perfect fit for both of those teams. Cody Bellinger has been, you know, uh, Justin Lamas, my listener here, says Bellinger goes to the Bronx. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think Bellinger is going to one of two places. He's going to go back to the Cubs. I think that's probably the best fit for him. Or he'll go to Philadelphia. I think those, you know, Snell, if I were the Phillies, I'd be kicking the tires on Snell. And if I were Arizona, I'd be kicking the tires on Jordan Montgomery. If you put Montgomery on the team 
with, with Gallon, with Kelly, with Rodriguez, all of a sudden you have a four-man staff and the Diamondbacks would look better than the team that won the division last year. The same thing could be going on, especially since they re-signed NOLA to, for Philadelphia to put together their chance to add to their uh, – you know, add to their uh, uh, postseason pedigree. So, look at hey, there's my first look of the night. If no one's signing these players, and you can add to your squad, take advantage of it. Absolutely, take advantage of it. And I also, uh, Sam Kim asked me, why is Snell getting so little? Is he? T- is he uh, asking for too long of a deal? Um, yeah, because he's had two really great years in his career, and he's been pretty good for a lot chunk of his career. I think a lot of people are nervous to pay him a giant, huge, long honking contract. I think some teams would be fine signing him to a five, six year deal, but he wants a giant, like you know, eight, nine year deal. If I were the Giants, I would sort of, I would put down, a, you know, a four or five year deal with a high annual rate and say, Hey, here you go. Take it. It's sitting there. If you want it, great. You're going to be a million mayor um, many times over. You know, he does walk a lot of batters. He does, you know, his, you know, he is a two time Cy Young award winner, but he's also someone who has low valleys as well. Now I find a very interesting player to be Tim Anderson. When you take a look, there's a bunch of teams that need an infielder to solidify their squad. This was a guy who a couple of years ago was an MVP candidate, and he's fallen off a cliff, sure. But maybe you sign him to a one-year deal and you hope for that turnaround the way that Bellinger did. You don't you don't go from a potential MVP candidate to being just a, a completely worthless player in a couple of years. He had some stumbling blocks. He had some injuries and he had some stumbling blocks in the way there and maybe dust himself off there to prove himself. If I were a team like Miami, I would absolutely be kicking the tires on Tim Anderson on a short deal, a one, two-year contract to say, hey, here's what you got. Here's what you got to do. But that's the advantage of some of these teams that have openings and want to make a splash for the Giants, literally a splash into McCovey Cove. But I think San Francisco, Arizona, Philadelphia, and yeah, Miami should be taking good long looks at some of these players who are still available and say, we've got money. And by the way, every team has money. And to say, we're all teams like the, the Philadelphia, Arizona, and Miami were the three wildcard teams last year. They were all playoff teams last year. And San Francisco was right behind them, along with Chicago. You've seen Chicago is playing aggressively. New manager made some acquisitions. And I do think Bellinger is going back. But he could go to Philly. But either way, I think the team that should be looking the hardest at these available players is San Francisco. Because they only finished a few games out last year. And they've got the Hall of Fame level manager who is just really a pennant and a World Series championship away from having a serious Hall of Fame discussion. But there we go. We'll see what happens. But for a chance to win the championship of the World Series, there's another kind of championship 
that's being kicked around as a potential for baseball coming forward and one that, frankly, I'm not too excited about. Quick reminder, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now you can find it on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day. Local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows like this one, covering every league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. There was something that was posted on Twitter, and yes, I don't know if that makes me a rebel that I still call it Twitter, but it's Twitter. Uh, and that is a presentation that owners heard about the Los Angeles Olympics of 2028 and Major League Baseball players could play in the 2028 Olympics. The proposal, and this is according to uh, I, uh, uh Evan uh, Delrick of uh, Fox Sports, uh, six or eight nations, a five or six day tournament in mid July in Los Angeles. Here, I'd, I, you know, I'd probably go. There would be no All Star game that year, um, and the regular season would be reduced to 158 games. Now, there's, I don't 100 percent dismiss this. I was very much against the World Baseball Classic. And this last year, I loved it. This, I think, finally, the first time, at least from my point of view, I found it to be exciting. The Olympics means something more than a World Baseball Classic, I think, because an Olympic medal is something tangible and real and everything. Uh, and the because the Olympics are going to be in L.A., was that final? I guess that's true. God, the, you know, the traffic is bad enough now. Then it's not like you'd be sending the players to Brazil or London or to Sydney, Australia to play baseball. They're becoming, you know, basically to here, to the luxurious locked-on MLB studios here in Pasadena overlooking the historic Rose Bowl. I have no problem with cutting back the number of games in a season. I think they should anyway. I'd go back to the 154-game schedule, and I've been a huge proponent of ending the regular season at the end of August, or at least on Labor Day, have Labor Day be the end of the season and start the playoffs in September. If we're going to expand the playoffs, then I think that you don't play all 62. You just you start the playoffs in September and you have you avoid the possibility of baseball going deeper and deeper into November, especially if you have. If you have Minnesota Denver playing, do you really want them playing in uh, a later part of November outdoors? So I don't mind them pushing it back. And and I've been a huge proponent also of starting the season with the All-Star game, not having it at the midway point of the season. I think it no longer serves any purpose at the midway point of the season. And having something interesting at the midway point is fine. I just, I, I know this is a cliche, but if I were a general manager of a team in the middle of a pennant race, first of all, I don't want to stop the pennant race in the middle of the season. But the other thing is, I don't want my players doing anything but playing for me. And if I'm a player, sure, it'd be fun to win an Olympic medal. Great. But the Olymp you know, and I do know that they've pulled it off with hockey. I know they pulled it off wonderfully with hockey, and Olympic hockey is unbelievable. 
so maybe I'm being a little bit of a hypocrite here. And it may, I have been wrong in the past. I was wrong. I, I did not want the wild card back in the mid 1990s. Uh, I was I was hesitant to the wild card game. I've been hesitant of a lot of things where it turns out that I was wrong about. But I don't want to risk my players uh, in the middle of a pennant race, risk injury, risk momentum, risk screwing up their swing, risk their their routine. These are all creatures of habit that we're going to throw this wrench in the middle of the season. And what that means to the other players that we're just going to take a break because not everyone's going to be playing in the freaking Olympics that, hey, we're going to take a six-day break. I'm sure they would like it. They had to go home to their to their homes and family and whatnot, but I I, I don't see it working. And am I a, am I a Scrooge? Where I'm completely willing to be proven wrong, but it just feels to me that I wouldn't want my star player playing in that if I were a general manager, and if I was a everyday player or an everyday pitcher, you know, in the starting rotation, that suddenly I got to shut it down for a week. I mean, haven't we seen that teams being shut down for a week in the uh, expanded playoffs and things like that? It's not always a good thing. It doesn't always work out well. I don't know. I'll be willing to be proven wrong, but as of right now, not not. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. Uh, tell me what you think in the uh, at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, uh, let me just, uh, uh, Justin Lamas says, uh, I don't want star players going to play for the Olympics. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Sam Kim asks long terms are good for baseball exposure for them in the Olympics. Maybe I, I don't know. I, I don't know the, to me, the, the, to build the Olympics, I think we need to start to see, and maybe even major league subsidized leagues in countries that aren't currently producing a lot of stars to start to see baseball interest there. But, you know, if I, if I have, you know, Ronald Cunha Jr. on my team, or if I have a healthy Mike Trout on my team, or if I have Bryce Harper on my team and we're in a pennant race, I don't want to stop all that and go to LA and, you know, try to put together a dream team situation. Probably the Cuba and the Dominican Republic would be the best one. But Justin Lamas, who's listening, I think makes the best comment right here. He says, the best exposure for baseball is to make MLB more available via streaming or TV. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now look at, I second look at, uh, it's not something that will be an everyday occurrence. It will be maybe try it out one year and see what happens. It could be a smashing success. And this might be that Venn diagram where it works this one time because the Olympics are in Los Angeles. And maybe you try it once. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'm a little skeptical, but I could be I could be convinced with evidence. But that leads us directly to our trivia question. In 1992, baseball was a medal sport game for the first time in the modern Olympic history. And Cuba wound up winning that gold medal. Which member of the gold medal winning Cuban Olympic team went on to become a four-time World Series champion 
and a league championship series MVP. What future league championship MVP who wound up winning four World Series rings was on that first Cuban team to win the Olympic gold medal? That is your trivia question. Put it down here at LockedOnMLB Pods on Twitter or on Instagram. I am your pal, Sully. And by the way, it is Twitter. Who am I kidding? As Sam Kim says, Elon Musk may be mega worse, but calling X is just dumb, in my opinion. Keep calling it Twitter. I think I will. So, talking about the shopping spree the Giants should go on, and maybe some other teams, and not 100% in on the Olympics, but maybe it'll be worth doing once. This has been Locked On MLB. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. My dog didn't bark, and you can call me Sully.